Copan. It's January 9, 2023, and this is Lift and Learn episode 110. In this episode, I'll talk about how you can stay consistent this year when it comes to your possible goals of getting in shape or just improving your health overall. This is a tough one, but I'll drop some tips for that one later on. And in the second topic, I'll talk about how to build muscle and stay mobile or flexible at the same time. We've all seen those big bodybuilders who just look super stiff when they move, so I'll talk about how you can avoid that and stay mobile while building your body. Before that though, I'll talk a bit about what I've been up to lately, and that might include fitness-related topics, and it might not. If you want to follow me, your host, on Instagram, it's isaiah.copon, and you can also check out my website, isaiahcopon.com. The podcast is on Instagram at Lift and Learn Podcast, on Twitter at Lift and Learn Pod, and also on Facebook. You can just search Lift and Learn Podcast. With that being said, let's get into it. I hope your year is starting out well. I hope you set some goals for the year and actually stick with them. That's the most important part. It just takes a little bit of effort. If this first week didn't go well for you, then just try again tomorrow. Try to carve out some time in the day, any time of the day where you can just do whatever goal it is that you have for yourself. Just do it more. If that means you want to write more, do that for just a few minutes when you can. If you want to read more, then the simple act of just picking up your book or your Kindle will help you kickstart that new hobby. Specifically, though, I think I'll talk about uh, that more later, actually. Um, In terms of my own goals, when it comes to building the body, I've worked out for, I think this will be officially my 10th year of working out. It's not that much time since I'm already nearing my mid-30s at this point, but something I've learned over the years is that gains, serious muscle gains, take a long time. That being said, training continues to be a focus for me this coming year. I'm really trying to grow my back this year, so deadlifts are one of those important lifts I'll be focusing on this year. So far, so good. I've hit them three times to start the year already, so once every two or three days, I gotta hit that. I'm trying to get a lot better with those, and of course, calves and abs. I feel like I say it all the time that I'm gonna bring up the abs and calves to no avail, so this year what I've been doing is abs and calves, aiming to hit those every other day at the beginning of my workouts. So far, so good. I've already been doing it for over a month now, so I just need to keep it up. I do at least three sets every other day of both, but for that one, I think it's time to up the volume there in some way, probably adding another set this week, or another way to make it more difficult could be to cut down on the rest times between sets. Aside from the gym, I just want to gain more knowledge overall. So last year was a good year since I got into reading books. I was able to finish 20 books, which isn't a ton, but that's more than I've completed in my whole life prior to 2022. So I think I did a pretty good job and can do even better this year. Even just looking back at it, looking back on the books I read this past year, a bunch were truly eye-opening and I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for them, I think. My career seems to be going in the right direction, even though it's been a slow start to the year, but I've made decisions and risks that I probably wouldn't have taken in the past. Now I'm just fully diving into my craft 100%, 
that's been great. So more reading and knowledge for this year. In February, I'm excited to be joining in on this talk about functional anatomy, programming principles for hypertrophy, strength curves, and resistance profiles and all that, but I'll talk about that more when it gets closer to the date. I've done a few extra certificates this past few months, actually to help specific clients I've been dealing with, which is great. Investing in myself, which is something that's been huge the past few years for me, so yeah, there's that. Um, And then if you follow me on Instagram already, you might have seen it on my story already, but one of my main goals for the year is to improve my heart health because last year I really neglected doing cardio, so my cardio health and endurance is just bad right now. Thankfully, my my resting heart rate is naturally pretty low, but that's just because of genetics. Growing up, I used to do those endurance races or the longer distance races like cross country or 3,000 meters at track and field. And I'm usually someone who, I mean, at least I used to, I used to recover pretty quickly. Nowadays, that might not be the case, but it's something that I could easily get back into and need to improve for this year. I plan on doing more sports this year. I don't think I did any last year. But it would be nice to just get out there, do some kind of activities, not at a high level though, because I don't want to get injured and that's not my main goal for the year. I still have certain gym goals I have yet to reach, so I'm also hoping that this year will be an uninterrupted year of training due to the the, um, pandemics and the injuries that have happened throughout my lifting career, but I'll be doing my best to just follow the plan and get to some of those goals. So anyways, moving on to what I did this week, some of my extracurricular activities, gym went well, but I did a few other active things this week. First off, I have to mention, me and my cousins went to Activate Brampton, which was so close to my house, I didn't even know it existed. The three of us just went in there, played for 90 minutes or whatever it was, and man, that was a workout. I just remember being so tired after that, I was just gassed the rest of the day, and I still had to work after that. So in case you don't know what Activate is, you can do co-op or competitive games. There's multiple games to play. I think there's like 10 or 11 different games and there's multiple modes with each game. So there's probably at least 50 styles of games you can play. It might be closer to 100, honestly, but it was really fun. They have a few locations in Canada around where I am and I checked their website and they have a few across USA as well. A few of the games that stood out to me was this laser game where you have to get across this room avoiding these lasers, Mission Impossible style. That got difficult, even just at like level 2 or 3 or whatever we did. There's a hoops game, which is just a basketball game basically where you have to shoot into the green nets and not the red ones. One was called Climb. That was pretty fun. You have to use your hands to touch the blue or green ones and avoid the red ones like kind of like rock climbing but like sideways and you lose a point if you step on the ground um you usually get five lives per level i think this one game mega grid that was probably the most cardio intensive one there it's a pretty big room where you have to avoid stepping on the red circles uh there's a few game modes we tried there one you have to step on all of the blue circles on the ground while avoiding the red ones then Another mode where we had to go around the room, press the numbers on the wall in order, again, without stepping on red areas on the ground. That one winded me, even though the game's only like 90 seconds, but man, it was super intense. One game, we dominated. I don't know what it was called, but you basically have to make four-letter words or five-letter words 
with these letters that pop up on the wall. They get harder as you go through the levels. We ended up making it to like level seven or something. So we had to make up like a six or seven letter word, which is crazy. I don't think anyone wanted to play that one because that was the game room where we were in there for, I don't know, it seemed like at least 10 minutes. We went from like level two all the way to like level seven or something with no interruptions. But yeah, we crushed that one. That was a fun experience, so I recommend trying that one out if you got a group of three or more people. I think it's three to 12 people. Also, earlier this week, finally, finally got around to going to the golf simulator. Pretty cool stuff. I went with my buddy. I haven't touched a golf club in like almost two months, so all of that rotation did take a uh, toll on my body the next few days. But yeah, it was pretty cool. You can record yourself from the side or like a face-on view, they call it. You can see errors in your golf swing, and I have a lot. So aspects of the swing that I can work on, my buddy helped me through that. I just have to remember everything he taught me because by the end, my golf swing actually looked decent, but it was just a lot to remember. So it just takes practice there. And yeah, so yeah, I have a lot to work on there. I'm clearly not getting enough rotation in my hips during this backswing. And I think I'm lacking some shoulder mobility to really get my backswing looking nice and pretty. I did that for, I think that was almost two hours. So that was pretty taxing too. Because in those simulators, you're taking a lot more swings than just the regular day at the course. And last thing about hockey, my favorite time of the year, World Juniors. How great was that? Canada won another gold medal. I was even looking back at old highlights and pretty much all the goals are scored by current NHL players, which is just so cool to see. Like I got on YouTube, I was recommended this video going through the last few world junior tournaments from like 10 or 11 years ago. The highlights coming from the really big guys in the league right now. Like uh, I was watching goals from Zabenejad, Adam Fox when they were in the world juniors. That's why I love watching the tournament. You get to see the future of the league, basically. Like, how special has Connor Bedard been? That goal in OT in the semifinals against Slovakia, that was just pure filth. Canada ended up winning the gold a few days ago, also in overtime versus Czechia. I saw the first two goals where they took the 2-0 two, two lead, but then the other team came back to tie it, and then... Uh, I think it was Dylan Gunther. He wanted an overtime, just a simple two-on-one golden goal there. So good to see them win the gold again. And whoever gets Bedard in the draft will be the team to look out for. Here's to hoping the Blackhawks get that number one pick. They're like the worst team in the league right now. So cross your fingers. Question one. How to stay consistent with your goals this year? This really depends on what your goals are. I think that's pretty obvious. But we can talk about some general rules when it comes to completing some goals you have for yourself. If we're talking about working out more consistently, let's talk about that first since that's the main topic that pops up when you work as a personal trainer. Something I like to tell my clients, sometimes when they miss sessions with me or if they're just busy or away from home right now, maybe on vacation or life is just busy, few tips here, work out when you can. If your goal is to stay consistent with working out, then just work out when you can. That might mean 15-minute or half-hour workouts on some days, even when you can't get to the gym. When you're initially setting goals for yourself, I think it's smart to just try to plan out one to three times a week if you can block off an hour. Plan to work out two or three times a week if you have an hour handy. Now, this is when full-body workouts can be so beneficial. 
most of the uh, most of my clients they don't have the time or they don't want to go to the gym every single day. So when they see me two or three times a week, this is exactly what we'll do: work out the whole body every time we're in there. That way, at least if uh, they don't do anything on their off days, at least they hit all their muscles throughout the week. As opposed to doing, let's say, a push pull leg splits. I mean, you'll do push on Monday, pull Wednesday, legs Friday. Now, what can happen is you'll show up for those upper body workouts. Speaking from a guy's perspective, you're showing up for Monday and Wednesday workouts, but when Friday comes around, it's legs. You don't like doing it, so you'll make an excuse to not go, or accidentally, on purpose, you make plans so that you can't go to the gym. Then next week comes around, you start with your push day again to start the week, then before you know it, it's been a month since you've hit legs and now your goal of bringing up your legs takes a backseat to the rest of the body, maybe more of your show muscles or something like that. So that's something to try, a full body day so that you're getting overall muscle stimulation and therefore more growth and progress towards your goal of being more healthy this year. And maybe eventually you can start to add in some activity on those off days. So some kind of movement would be great. Mobility work possibly, some stretching or yoga, or a lighter workout, whatever you can do. If you're a new parent, which has been a lot of people close to me actually, a quick workout will be beneficial too. It's better than doing nothing. That's something to remember. That might mean doing 15 minute to half hour workouts, especially, and that's especially helpful if you have workout stuff in the house. Again, this is when this could be handy, working when you can, working with what you've got, so however your schedule looks. Doing the best bang for your buck exercises would be smart to do. If your goals are to get better in other aspects of your life, work on it when you can. I mean, if you want to get faster at swimming, then commit to swimming more. Even if it's just 5 or 10 minutes after a workout or something, that's fine, just build up that habit over time, that's really all it takes. You don't always need to book off an hour or 90 minutes of your schedule during the day. Just do whatever you can. Something that'll help when it comes to staying consistent with whatever it is your focus is this year. Again, I'm mainly talking about working out, but just substitute that with whatever habit you're trying to be consistent with. Something that'll help make it more consistent in your life is to do the activity at the same time every day, if that's possible. This is something that has worked for me in the past. It would be to work out the same time every day if possible. I mean, I still remember the times where my days were super busy. I'd be working from like 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. or 8 p.m. on some days of the week with minimal breaks in between because I'd be driving all over the place to different gyms, houses, whatever, to train clients. So those days, I used to finish my workout before 6 a.m. Yeah, that was a grind. But I had to do what I had to do to get my workout in. So having that time every morning or most mornings where I just had all the time to myself, that helped me stay consistent with my workouts during those times. If I had just played it by ear during the day, which I did on some of my lazier days, I tell myself I'd be able to find some time during the day. And of course, I usually would not have the time or it would be a half-assed workout because I just didn't have my usual hour time to work out with which is what I preferred to do. The first step to staying consistent is to just build up that habit where you're getting prepared to work out or prepared to swim, whatever. Over time, those five or 10 minutes you're spending, over time you'll just naturally want to do more because it wasn't just so demanding on your schedule to block off this chunk of time because of life or whatever's in the way. 
Question two, how to build muscle and stay flexible and mobile. So when it comes to being more healthy overall, it's not just about getting as big as possible and forgetting everything else. Like usually you'll see bodybuilders and in extreme cases, they can't move. Their sole goal, their only goal is to get big. It's not to have ideal range of motion in most cases, even though that would probably help them win on stage because you're able to hit certain poses or whatever. It'll also be more beneficial for just life in general. You don't want to just build up muscle only doing resistance training without any stretching or without any mobility work. In most cases, that'll leave you stiff and you don't really fix any issues you might have. Like people used to say that simply just doing back will fix your upper cross syndrome issues. This is not true. You need to do specific targeted dynamic or mobility movements to fix those postural issues that you might have. Even if you're in a or sorry, especially if you're in a weird or compromising position all day. If you're sitting down all day, certain moves to combat the forward head and forward shoulder posture. And if you're lifting boxes during the day or something, something repetitive, maybe you're using your knees or lower back throughout the day. Yeah, squats and deadlifts are going to help there, but you also want to supplement getting stronger in those pain areas with mobility movements and probably also movements that involve twisting because that's something that most people lack on a day-to-day -day basis. Being mobile is a super important part when it comes to improving your health. I always talk about how debilitating injuries could be. You never really truly appreciate being able to move without pain until you're moving with pain. I remember when I dislocated my shoulder, one side of my body was basically useless. I still remember that it was hard to put on a shirt. I'm not even going to lie. Some days it was just too painful to even put a shirt on. This was during the pandemic, so it's not like I was leaving the house again anyway. But there were some days where it was just so painful to move my shoulder that I'd wake up in the middle of the night because of the pain. And I just found that doing daily activities became so difficult. That's why I think being mobile is so important. If you're not able to do simple daily tasks because of some kind of chronic pain you might be dealing with, then you could improve your health in some way if you work on doing mobility drills. So that means stretching, trying to gain more control of more range of motion. I'm not saying it's going to be easy. You have to be patient with this whole process, but having that balance in your training between building muscle and being mobile or flexible is important. In terms of real health, you need a balance of solid muscle and maintaining flexibility and mobility because that's going to help more with real life, especially when it comes to avoiding injury. Building muscle is great when it comes to staying lean, but if you don't do the mobility aspect of it all, then you might have to deal with little aches and pains forever, especially as you get older. Spend some time focusing on mobility that's going to be useful. Something that could help there would be stretching after workouts. That's a good idea to implement. You're already in the gym anyway. So spend the last 5 or 10 minutes doing that. Believe it or not, that could potentially help with muscle growth also. Stretching before and after workouts. And if you warm up the muscles properly, you move more optimally. And a benefit for that is that you'll perform the movements better. Another way to build muscle while gaining flexibility and mobility, here's one that you may or may not have heard of. I don't even think I've ever brought it up on the podcast before, because that's stretching between sets. This has been gaining more and more popularity over the past year or so because of some positive research that has come out. 
it's said that if you stretch after you finish an exercise, so in between sets, stretching out that same muscle could actually grow your muscles up to 50% more than just strength training alone. That's pretty crazy, actually. Also, stretching in between sets doesn't appear to affect how much strength or power output you have for your next set, unless you stretch the muscle for over a minute or over 90 seconds in some cases. This is another strategy you can do if you're looking to build your muscle alone. Plus, it has the positive benefit of keeping your joints or just your body overall more mobile, more flexible, because at least you're getting into stretching. There are times where even I'm guilty of doing a workout and then not stretching afterwards. This is one of those workout hacks you can implement because in between sets, you might just be walking or sitting around trying to catch your breath. Maybe you're just going on your phone or just sitting there waiting for the uh, waiting to start the next set. So instead, try stretching in between sets and see how that feels for a few sessions. You might find that it helps you stay more loose and mobile, or you might find that it doesn't work for you. Then in that case, forget everything I just said. But regardless, it's good to give it a try a few times before writing it off completely. During the pandemic, this was an area of focus for me doing my mobility work. Now, keep in mind, I'm just a regular person. I'm not some juiced up influencer, but my mobility was pretty poor a few years ago, and that was due to injuries in the upper and lower body, knees, ankles, shoulders, you name it. It was also due to just neglect, just not doing anything in that regard. I would barely stretch before and after workouts, so over time, that's caused me to be even more stiff than I was before. Injury-wise, I haven't had anything too serious, no broken bones, but my mobility was or is still poor. There's still room for improvement on that front, so I'm constantly working on this every day, especially rotation work because of golf and also just for life, the ability to just move properly and freely without pain. That's why I thought this would be important to talk about. It's the start of the year, so it's a good time to find some time to implement this into your daily life so that when 2024 comes around, you can reflect on what you did this past year and you can tell yourself that you improved your mobility in some kind of way while also building up your body at the same time. If you made positive changes in both regards, then this year is going to be a success if those are part of your goals. Yes, building muscle is great for building up your metabolism, staying in a good and healthy body weight range, but don't sacrifice your ability to move. You should still keep up with that and be aware that it's something that you constantly have to work on. They go hand in hand with one another. And that concludes episode 110 of the podcast. Thank you for listening. If you really enjoyed the episode or my podcast as a whole, then please leave a review and comment on iTunes or whatever your choice of podcast platform is. Also, if you haven't already, you should hit that subscribe button because I'll be releasing episodes every Friday. If you want to follow me, your host, I'm Isaiah.Copon on Instagram. And you can also check out my website, IsaiahCopon.com. If you want to follow the podcast, you can check out at Lift and Learn Podcast on Instagram. And there's also a Facebook page if you just search Lift and Learn Podcast.